and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. Time to break it down for a Friday episode. Shake it out, shake it out, shake it out now, y'all. Shake it out in your seat. Come on. Sway to the right. To the left. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. It's your Friday. Get your weekend. Feeling good. Feather Studios. The crowd is here. That's right, the crowd is here. A capacity audience here at Feather Studios. They're crazy, Ray, they're crazy. It's enough, enough, I know, thank you, thank you. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you to you, the listeners. It is such a pleasure to do this show for you. And... You're, you're sharing. I can feel it. I feel it in my nards. I can feel it a little just from your, yeah. that heart. Right? Yeah. My nards are, are, are sizzling so much that you can hear it. Crack, crack, crack like bacon. I hate the word nards, but. You do. I'm, it's, it's, it's so palpable, I don't mind it. I, I, for some reason, felt like a nard day. Mm-hmm. You don't like the word nard? Seems like a weird word an older brother would use. You know? Yeah, like what's wrong with your nard? Oh, I'm going to kick him right in the nards. Yeah. Like a l- late 90s mm-hmm. older brother would use that against his 13-year-old brother. Mm-hmm. I got it, yeah. We're bringing you back, bringing Shelby back to tougher times. Um, pumped to be back here in the studio. Uh, listen, people, thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for sharing. I want you to keep doing that, Okay. Pause it right now, make it your Instagram story, because here's the, here's the reality. The reality and of the situation This here. is the reality of the situation. You're right, Shelby. Here's the reality. Let me hit you with some real talk. Everyone's looking. Everyone's looking. Mm-hmm. Everyone is hitting the hashtag. Everyone is touching the tag. Touch a tag, baby. Hashtag touch a tag. Everyone is looking. Whatever you post, they're looking, they're screenshotting, they're sending to another friend, they're talking shit, they're saying good things, but mostly shit. And I want you to post you listening to the podcast, screenshot, picture of my mug, and make your Instagram story because people do. We, you have to live in the assumption that people are living the way you live within 10%. So... If you're looking at someone's stories, they're looking at your stories. If you're like looking at a girl's, you know, stories and then she has a hotter girl and then you go to her stories, her account, and then you go to her stories and then you're on her friend's account and then you get seven accounts down, someone else is doing that too. Oh yeah. It's, it feels good. We're all pieces of shit. We got nothing else to do. Nothing to do. We got nothing to do. Make it your Instagram story. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. 
<clears throat> I got a couple of announcements. Right now, I'm posting some stand-up clips on my Instagram. Whoa, that's something. That's big stuff. It's big stuff. You're right. You're right, Mr. President. I, I am posting some Instagram uh, stand-up clips. I need you to touch those clips. Touch them. Feel them. That's free for you to do. Free. Yeah. Plus, you get the laugh. I'm hoping the ha's are coming. They will be. They'll, they'll come. In spades. In spades. So I need you to touch that, 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 that post. Just feel it. Feel it in your fingers. Okay? What I also need you to do is um, I'm going to be doing some shows. Okay? We're doing live You Up podcasts. This week, okay, I'm not really worried. We're, 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 two weeks from now, we're on the Northeast. It's D.C., Boston, uh, Philly and New York City. If it's gonna be a party. Oh yeah, those are the best cities. They're the best city. Hey, you know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say I love vanilla to fuck chocolate, but they're really good cities to me because the tickets are selling pretty well. Mm-hmm. Take note, other cities. Take note, other cities, because we're coming to your city later this year. But if you're in D.C., Philly, New York, or Boston. These shows are going to be parties. Uh, we're bringing people on stage. We need you to get those tickets now. There's, I mean, New York Town Hall, 1,400 people. That's a ton. That's a ton. That's a lot Whoa, of white women. That's something. That, that's yeah, big stuff. That's big stuff. So get those tickets now. I'm also coming, okay, to, um, I mean, the list goes on and on. If you're in these cities, okay, I need you to come on out. Okay, let me let me tell you the cities I'm telling right now. I'm going to give you the cities. Okay, we are coming. These are live you up shows. And I want to get ahead of this. L.A. L.A. is not usually a city where they you know buy tickets ahead of time. They're a little too cool for this. Yeah, that one's doing well. San Fran. Love San Francisco. Portland, Oregon. It might be just me and Jordana on stage in Portland, Oregon. It might be just us. I'll maybe see if my mom can go. Get your mom to go. I, I think you need your mom and her thousand closest friends to come. Okay. So if you're in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin, okay? I'm coming to those towns. So if you're listening right now, let's get the group chat together. Let's make this happen. Please. If you're... I'm not even saying please anymore, okay? Fuck you and Fuck you. do it, you bitch. Get those tickets now. Get the group chat together. Let's make it happen. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, he's a OKP. He's been on before. He's back. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. That's right. It's a guest we've heard before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let, out that, let out that sigh of relief. <laughs> Jason Cantor, thank you for coming on the show. Good to be here. Different, different it's a, setting. It's a different setting. Yeah. You were at our old studios, and now yeah. you're here in Feather Nation Studios. Uh, at, all of you guys, Jason's fantastic and hilarious. At Jason Cantor on Instagram. At Jason Cantor on Instagram. He's got a show that I'm going to tell a K. you. No one, with a K. Everyone spells it with a C. Nobody does. Every, everybody does. Really? Even on checks and comedy clubs, I have to take like a slash down to make the, the C into a K. Okay. You change it. Yeah. You, you go up. I doctor up. him up, yeah. 
<laughs> Why? <laughs> what, what is gonna hit you? What is gonna help you? I, don't know, I feel like the bankers are gonna be like, "No, nah, this is this is not you. Who are you? Who are you yeah. cashing these checks for?" Yeah, what, from the you know, <laughs> we the, the chuckle, for tax purposes. Your J, I get fried. I mean, I got into a dispute this week. I posted a a, a tweet. I'm mad at everybody. Don't be rude. Yeah, just don't be rude. Thank you, Pre- Mr. President. I, 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 these grammarians on social media really bother me. Yeah. And in a way, because they are right. And this is emblematic of other things going on in the world right now. It's easy to be marketably right. But there's nuance to everything. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like someone calls me, spells my name Jared Fried. Mm-hmm. I spell it F-R-E-I-D. If someone gets it wrong, I don't look at them and go, what the fuck, man? You know, yeah. I, I go, y- your intent was to get it right. You yeah. didn't sit there and go, hey, let's call this fucking idiot Fried because he's a fat fuck and he <laughs> eats a lot of fried food. Maybe that was their intention. If though. that was... That's I'm, fucking I'm, bullshit, like, That's though. fucking crazy. You're a crazy person. <laughs> like, if that's your intent, wow, wow, you, you, good luck with your life. I'm going to assume most people err on the side of good. Yeah. Most people err on the side of non-conflict. Yeah. Let's, let's all, hey, have you been ghosted this year? So you agree with me. People err on the side of non-conflict. <laughs> that's literally the physical expression of non-conflict is ghosting someone. Yeah. So I posted this tweet about Dennis Quaid dating... Shelby, you saw that story. Oh, yeah. Dennis Quaid's like 70,000 years old, and he's dating a 26-year-old. Oh. Or he's marrying a 26-year-old. Okay. Okay? He's in Hawaii. I know my buddy took pictures of them the other day. Really? So that's where... Some uh, inside information right there. First of all, let's all agree. Yeah, we got an insider. <laughs> <laughs> this is big news here on the J Train Podcast. Broken. <laughs> so he must have gotten married in Hawaii. Yeah, it makes sense. Because he got married to this 26-year-old chick. First of all, if you're marrying the 26-year-old chick, you must love them. Like, like, like I, 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 he has no re- He doesn't have to marry her. Yeah. You think I'm wrong? Maybe it could be a baby. Well, there's, there's like 80-year-old billionaires that marry 26, you know, why? So why they do they do to. that? I have, there's, They're hot. Larry King's been married like eight times. Yeah, I, I guess... This is a fair point, Shelby. I, I, I'm sure people will DM me with like great reasons for an old man to have to marry the younger woman. But like I, in this story, I look at it and it's like it's the easiest thing to hate is the 68 year old man marrying the 26 year old woman. Like, it, it, listen, I'm I agree with you. I look at that and I go, ugh, you know, like that's I, too far. I, well, I just don't get it. Like, yeah. I don't get what their I conversation could be. I don't get it for her. I get it for him. You know, I you get it for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, nice I, to, at that point, you're 68. You've worked out how to be alone. Yeah. You know, like move on to the next 26 year old. Like, yeah, I know yeah. that's why, grosser. Why get married? You're saying, why get you're married. saying, okay, you get fucking him, but why get married? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I understand the the 68 year old being like, hey, like if, if I talked to, to my man, Dennis. Yeah. And I was like, what's the deal, man? And yeah. he's like, oh, she's cute. We have fun together and we get a little fucking high. We just hang out in the beach of Hawaii. 
Uh, we'll probably break up within the year, but like you know, I'll have another chick. That you know, like I would, I would go, I get a tennis. Yeah, hundred. Uh, I have an uncle that was like about sixty-eight or so, married a woman. She was like maybe thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that did not work out well. He, they, it and, didn't. No, and and like initially, so he has this like he's a doctor. He lives in California. He's got this like crazy like. I don't know memory bed like like a five figure bed okay? okay like like the bed the the best bed you can yeah. have so he's got that thing and then before she she's like before I move in after we get married you got to get rid of that bed she's like you <laughs> fucked whores in that bed you're not literal whores but you know other thirty two year olds sure, sure so she's like you got to get rid of that bed so then he my dad like in the wintertime will live with his with his cousin out in California so he's got like another wing of the house so mm. my dad so he like moved the bed into my dad's room my dad's like great. So the woman comes back. She's like, "You got rid of the bed." He's like, "Yeah, it's in uh, Fred's room." He's, she's like, "No, no, it has to leave the house. I want the this bed is... out of the fucking house." So immediately, this is one of those male female situation that men go, "You move the room. What the what the fuck's wrong?" And all the women listening are going, "Yeah, I would want the bed out of the out fucking of the, house, out too. house too." <laughs> like, so, like, like, I don't think she's crazy. Yeah, I think they're all fucking crazy. Okay, but I, 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 I so if everyone's crazy, nobody's crazy. So, <laughs> it, it, like, women are nodding along, going, "I'd want the bed out of the fucking out of house." The house yeah. Well, they 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 have a bar they regularly go to, and the bartender got a, a healthy <laughs> tip that night of a hundred thousand dollar bed is just <laughs> floating around, and it's got a couple of you know cum patches on it, but you'll be fine. You'll cover it with newspaper. So I, I posted the dentist. Oh, you had something to say, Shelby? No, no, you got it. Okay, so I. I, so that, that wedding uh, lasted about six months. So Shock, six shockingly. months, yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. he's sitting there going, I gotta get a fucking Now he's got bed. a three-year-old kid. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like 71. He's got a three-year-old kid. With her? Yeah. See, <laughs> the crowd here is shocked. I, 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 That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess maybe that's why you get married. You're like, we're having a kid. Let's move on. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, but I'm saying if they get married, there has to be some love there, I would assume. Like, there's some thought. I don't know. I, I think some people are addicted to marrying because, like, he's got, that, he's got that kid. He's got a, couple, a set of kids in their mid-20s, and he's mm. got a daughter in her mid-40s. He's got so one in every just, generation, like, he, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, but for Dennis Quaid, like, people were talking shit so much that I sort of, like, moved towards Dennis's side. Like, you know, when you hear so much vitriol because he's older. You shouldn't have been talking shit. You should have been talking shit because now you moved me to his side. And I, um, <laughs> I, I, well, then I posted the thing. It was basically making fun of every guy saying they're not ready to settle down. And it was a post. It was taking the news story. Dennis Quaid, 68, uh, marries 26-year-old woman. And I wrote, it's nice to see finally a guy who's ready to settle down. <laughs> Uh, hopefully we'll all get there someday. And it's poking fun at men where their excuse is, I'm not ready, and, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine. I wrote who's W-H-O-S-E yeah. instead of W-H-O apostrophe S. Yeah, who is, yeah. The... Okay. First of all, who's I said... Who's this possessive? Who, the other one is like whose shoes who are these? Who is would be, yeah, who versus is, who who's... Is, yeah, whose shoes? Whose who's shoes, yeah. Yeah. Who's 26-year-old? Yeah, it's who is... I, I fucked up! I get it! What do you want me to do? I do? I see it. I'm 34. And I bring up my age because I ain't learning. Like, I, I, you know, this is the mistake I will make at 64. Yeah. And I'm not a grammarian. I'm not an English teacher. I'm not professing myself. So, again, back to the fried, freed thing. Mm. If I... I don't, if the intent, my intent is the ha's, the laugh, the chuckle, the yeah. smile, okay? 
if you got the laugh, the chuckle, the smile out of it, and then you write, it's who is, who apostrophe S. Yeah. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a piece of shit because you got out of it my intent. Yeah. And, and if you sat there and you read it and you go, like I read some emails, Shelby, you know. Yeah. I do this too on other shows. Like I, you can condense. Go ahead. I but, know what you're going to say. But I read these emails and I, and I see what they're writing and I go, I can't read this. This is like I can't spew this from brain to mouth. And then we try and change the, sub, the, the, the sentence structure and I read it as if I was writing it. I don't, you know, I get if someone read my tweet and goes, I, I, I what? Understand what the fuck, I don't yeah. understand. I, this guy, he's always posting shit I don't understand. Unfollow. I go, good. <laughs> You're right. Fuck me. Dude, would someone unfollow for a who's who is? If they did, I would be fine with it. Yeah, if they yeah. didn't laugh and they go, what the, you made me read this fucking thing and I couldn't, I thought it was who's who. Yeah. I would go, hey, t- you're right. This is the this is the price I pay. Yeah. But if for a thousand people to comment who's who's yeah, I think it's a bunch like, of owls. I think it's like a symptom of uh, you know people are trying to control you know you you try to control what small things you can and that's like yeah. the only thing you that's the only thing you got right during your day. Hey, <laughs> I got the a guy. Fucking apostrophe. <sighs> so then and then but, they go get yelled at by their boss. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Well, th- I brought this up because it's cancer with a K. Uh, Jason Cantor with a K on Instagram. He's got a great show that you should... And I love shows like this. How much is it for a ticket to this show? Uh, That's a good question. Okay, good. Well, it ain't $1,000. 10, 12 bucks, probably. We got to do the final Jason puts on a show every now and again at a old elementary school on the Upper East Side. It's stand-up at PS109. The, uh, The link is in his bio right now. It's not in there right now, but it's it's my website's linked in there right now, which okay. is comedian Jason because no one can fucking spell my last name. Comedianjason.com. <laughs> but comedian uh, oh, Jason. Yeah, yeah, no, actually it is in the bio. It's uh, in the bio because it's, it's Friday. Bio. This is yes. out on Friday. Uh the show, the lineups are spectacular. It's lineups that you really wouldn't get to see. I mean, it's like it, it was trending on Reddit last year. The craziest show we ever had was, uh, was Louis C.K. was mm-hmm. on the show. It was like a couple of weeks before he got in truck, got in trouble. Okay, it was his first. first yeah, it was, the name that shall his, not be said. It was his first show after hosting SNL. He was still a hero around the okay. country. Wow. Him, uh, Atel, Big J. Ogerson, Greg Fitzsimmons, Ari Shafir. So these are Lewis. like, I mean, like that's like a lineup of uh, that on Netflix. They wouldn't even be able to pay them to do one show together. Yeah, yeah. So it be. it's a great show, fantastic lineup. Jason puts it together and it's uh go go follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Cantor with a K at Jason Cantor. Um, we sell cheap beer and cheap wine, so you know, cheap come on, beer, have a good cheap time. wine. And it's at an old elementary school. Like if I was a dude listening and I'm like seeing this chick, like, oh, I know this thing. It's so hard to look like you know shit in New York City. But then once you get the fucking news from, you know, Papa JT, <laughs> you know, the 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 dawn of dates. Yeah. And now the- you've got the info from the dawn of dates. Now you go to a girl or a guy like you could be anybody. Uh, just go, hey, I, I know about this thing. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's in this basement of a building. It was built in 1898. It's got this these, like, got these spiral towers. This is all shit you ain't doing in your 30s. If you're in your 20s, this is when you're going to do it. Okay, you ain't got what is it on a Sunday night at eight? Okay, yeah, Sunday night at eight at 38, you're at home in your PJs wearing your fuzzy socks. 
22, 25. If you're sitting there going, well, I go home on Sunday. No, 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 no. Sundays are for going to this show. So November 10th is the next one at Jason Cantor on Instagram. We're going to do a bunch of emails today. Very excited about today's episode. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do some emails before we do. Let's, we are sponsored people. Raycon, Raycon, it's 2019, everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. So here's the thing, Shelby is a huge Raycon user, Shelby, who puts together the sound that you're listening to right now, explain your experience with Raycon, Shelby. I can't be using all these headphones with cords. No, 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 no you can't. time, you're pulling it out, it's getting tangled. Listen, I moved from cords to cordless, and it's been one of the top ten decisions of my life. With Raycon, I can just pop them in. They yeah. connect with my phone, my yeah. computer. It's great. Any device that's playing sound. Easy to connect. So easy. You and don't have to like, it's not like, oh, I have to go to the menu, select device, do the, it's automatic. It's automatic. So what I need people to do, you heard how easy it is for Shelby. Um, I love these headphones. And here's the beauty of Raycon. They are priced at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. So the company was actually co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like uh, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, uh, J.R. Smith, and they're already obsessed. Uh, Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me. They're so comfortable. That's the other thing, comfort. That's big. Some of these other earphones. No, they're not. It's like this hard plastic. It feels like they're trying to change the shape of my ear. Right. It's like I'm wearing an ear retainer. I don't want to wear an ear retainer. My ears are beautiful. Raycon <laughs> lets them be just as beautiful as they started. So listen, go to buyraycon.com slash JTrain to get 15. That's one five percent off your order. That's B-U-Y. R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash J-Train for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time. You're getting 15% off their already low prices. So buy Raycon.com slash J-Train. Get involved with Raycon. Let's do some emails. Jason, you ready? Yeah, ready. At Jason Cantor on Instagram. Go follow how can you determine if a long-distance fling can turn into a thing? Oh, I like that title. Papa J, Feather Feather, here's my question. How can you determine if a long-distance fling can turn into a thing? I'm crazy about someone who lives over 700 miles away. About four months ago, I matched with a guy on Tinder while he was visiting my city for work. It was known to me that he was only there temporarily, so I was on board with it just being a fun hookup. However, after he went back home, he continued to stay in contact. We've even had a couple of visits at this point and plan to have more. The distance is the distance, his demanding job, and the fact that I'm still in school all has me very doubtful. But I kind of think life with him would be magically badass. So I can't help but be curious about the possible future. We've left a lot of our situationship unsaid, which frankly kind of works for us because I think putting a bunch of expectations on this too fast might ruin it. However, I know we can't be in limbo forever, so I've already asked myself some really sobering questions. For example, would I be willing to move for him to close a gap on the distance? And the 
answer is yes, if I had a promise of commitment. I would just like some advice on how to go about initiating a conversation with him regarding the reality of us wanting the same thing and wanting to be together. P.S. I'm hoping Classic Shelb is in today for a celeb lookalike. Um, Shelby has a keen eye for lookalikes. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Jason? She's very cute. Jason, do you have any thoughts on the situation? Uh, yeah, very cute. Well, not on, very, like, uh, on oh. the email. <laughs> oh no, uh, uh, very good writer. Yeah. By the way, I like the way I like the way her story flowed. Yeah. I don't know if she's an English major or. Good grammar. You're good. Yeah. We won't correct you. I like the situationship. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Situationship okay. is a is an out there phrase. She's very cute. Um. I, what, where, I have you been in this situation what, what before? Are the, what are the two cities, though? Uh, I mean, th- those kind of matter. Like if you're going, to, if it's seven hundred you know, miles, yeah, that's. But if yeah, if like he's in a, you know, if he's he's if he's in New York City, then mm-hmm. that's something. Like you can you should probably live in New York City or Chicago or Boston anyway. So mm. like that's a good reason. Yeah, but I I think that looks over the main point, which is. Is that the only reason you're going there? Is well, is this guy? There's two different types of guys in relationships. There's the guy in your hometown, the guy in your town, and the guy out of town. Yeah. And the guy out of town, or this could be women, anybody, anybody you're dealing with, if they're within, if you could get to them within a $20 Uber. That's a different relationship. That's a different interaction than if it's a $1,000 Uber. Sure. So this guy, you are seeing him. He is always... It's, it's kind of like this season on The Bachelor. Okay? There's a character named Tyler C. He is beloved. Okay? He's beloved. Tyler C. Okay. was dumped on the last episode for another guy, okay? Of the Bachelorette. So of he's the bachelor- new star of The Bachelor? No, but he was the he was in The Bachelorette. Okay. So he's one of the... It was between two guys. She went with Jed over Tyler C. Tyler C is this good-looking guy, like model, okay? He, at the last episode, one of the last episodes, she said she didn't want to have sex because she knew she would love sex with him. And his answer... And, and basically... She was like, he was such a gentleman about not having sex. And my yeah. response to that is, what was the other option? He was a gentleman for not killing her with that answer. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it, 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 but it's, it's <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> that's, she's like, ah, oh, I would love to have sex with you, but it would be great. And, you know, I can't do it. Like, that's, you should get choked <laughs> out. Well, that's your, it's, that's it's your enraging. Bullshit. That's your bullshit His boner is down, downstairs going, why I oughta. <laughs> but I, I, I think... When, like, there's no other option. Sorry for joking about you're, domestic you're, violence. It's okay. You're, you're, we know it's a joke. It's the intent of the Good. joke. Yeah. So, the opinions of today's guest <laughs> do not reflect that of the J Train podcast, <laughs> its sponsors, or subsidiaries. Thank you. We have to play that every time. I, I will say, but here's the thing about Tyler. So, he, so he doesn't have sex with her, and yeah. then he's lauded as this, as this hero of, of respect. And it's like, 
listen, I'm not saying he wasn't respectful and he shouldn't be appreciated for that, yeah. but he was on national television. It's a choice between, oh, you want to have sex, that's cool, and what the fuck? Or, I'm hard. Or straight up rape. Yeah, straight yeah, up, like, like on TV. Yeah, what, no you, what was his other option? Yeah, no, zero options. So, so then so then it gets to the final episode and he gets dumped. So he is now, he comes off the show and everyone's like, this guy's a respectful, good looking guy who is yet to disappoint us. He's never disappointed you because on the show, he was the guy that got dumped. He was the guy that didn't, you know, force a woman into sex. And all these women are like, Tyler is our hero. And everyone wants to date him because there was never a point where he was put in a tough decision. Yeah. Good. All his decisions were easy and they were on TV. So relating this to out of town guy. Yeah. All his decisions to hang out with you are easy. They are pre-planned. He can get all his other hookups out of the way. He can say, you're coming on this weekend two months from now? Okay, that weekend is clear for you. Yeah. I will be a good boyfriend for those 72 hours. Yeah. So what I'm saying to her is, right now you're like, I could see this being totally a badass magical relationship. It's like, you don't know. You guys, you have no idea, you have no idea what this will be. Yeah. You're already making excuses for him by saying he's really busy with work. Guess what, bitch? Yeah. We're all busy. And she's still in school. Yeah. So she, she says she's in school. You don't even know how the hours of a day work for you. You're taking 11 a.m. classes and then reading. Other people are going to work at 8 a.m. every day so they can pay rent. So... See the difference here? Absolutely. And then also you don't know how many other towns this guy has, you know, college girls in. Yeah, you just don't know. And, and if, if he's putting... Maybe putting he doesn't. But, but maybe he doesn't. But if he's putting on Tinder out of town, there's yeah. a certain dude that puts on Tinder out of town. Yeah. That and, and, and it's a certain dude. It's a lot of dudes. I'm not saying it's not. But... Probably he, probably any dude that's single that has Tinder. And her, uh, Yeah. And, and the response is, <laughs> why is he still being so nice to me while... He's 700 miles away. He must like me. Well, he might like you. He also might want to always hook up with you at his best convenience. Yeah, with his smoke show college girlfriend. Yeah. Like, like, and she's hot as shit. Yeah. So, you know, he might like you. I'm not saying he doesn't like you. I'm saying, how much does he like you? Yeah, and that's the conversation that she's alluding to, that she has to have a conversation with him. She's got to figure out if this could be more. To me, if I'm her... And you enjoy the sex and the fun that you guys have together. Be each other's vacation. Be each other's option in those cities when it is convenient. And let's see if this can get closer and closer. Over this is going to be a longer play. Mm-hmm. You're not, and you're not going to turn him and go. Well, what's the deal with the next trip? Are we going to be together in the next one? Because because the reality is, you don't know if you want that either. You don't even know this guy either. You don't even know. You're still in school. You don't know this. You're just, ha- I would be happy to have the fun time. But if you want to say something to him, let's see if he'll come to you on a weekend that's not so easy. Challenge him. Podcast at gmail.com. Do you have a lookalike, Shelby? It's a good one. Leslie Bibb. Leslie Bibb. You might know her from the Talladega Nights. Oh, you're exactly right. Hit that button, Shelby. Lookalike confirmed. Will the Soul Cycle crew agree? <laughs> the Soul Cycle crew? That's all girls do. Uh, is it? Are you in, have you never met a girl? Yeah, I've met a girl. 
They all, I was that's at, all they're doing. Uh, I was at the, uh, I went to the Ohio State uh, Northwestern game last week. <laughs> yeah. And there, I went with five girls that I went to college with. Uh, I had a couple dude friends that dropped out. Uh, all five of them went to a Soul Cycle. Thank they you. did. Uh, yeah. Thank you. On vacation. On vacation, yeah, went to Soul Cycle well, together. You know what the thing about Soul Cycle and all those classes is? It's it's like very organized. Like you can get it in quick. They they the girl ideal like weekend. They drink until like two a.m. Then they <laughs> go to a Soul Cycle class at like six thirty. Okay. They throw up halfway through. <laughs> They, Shelby, what, I've I, I'm just imagining Shelby in, in the garbage can watching this all happen. Uh, they, this, you know, they then take a sweaty picture. Who is this? They you're talking about? I've gone to brunch with people, okay. and they go like, "Oh, I drank too much, but I, I, I made it to I, the class. I booked the class. Yeah, so for I'm not seven. Gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna." And they go, and I had to run out and puke halfway through, and came back <laughs> in and finished. Well, they were the class. They love it. Man, the the bathrooms at So Cycle smell like. <laughs> smell like a dumpster outside of a Chinese food restaurant. That's a good con they got going because like you could never get like seven girls together to run after a morning of drinking. But, but if you, you but you you sell the passes, you know you're gonna the lose bike, the money. It's, it's, you can go at your own pace. We've agreed. You don't have to yeah. be. In. The lights are dark, so you don't have to really push it because you don't feel like you're on stage. Yeah. J Train Podcast. You didn't nail this one, Shelby. She does look a lot like Leslie Bibb. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Jason Cantor at Jason Cantor by the way I do have a if I can plug my own uh, Instagram uh, at the Ohio State game one of our friends so she's uh, she's got an eight month old so mm. she's got a so she's been drinking so she has to pump and dump is her you know you got to do that whole yes, thing you have to get so, rid of the alcoholic milk milk yeah so she she had to like and she was like sore from the whole day and they did soul cycle and shit so she had to pump and dump at the game so she had her warm bag of breast milk which uh <laughs> which i was keeping my hands with warm with for a while and then i was just like it was such a blowout i was just like trying to push the i was yelling breast milk who wants human breast milk last call <laughs> we are trying to push it i had a college kid we were up to 80 bucks we had 80 bucks really? and we drink just a little bit of it and he wouldn't he was like he was like his friends were trying to get him to do it and, he and it's alcoholic sorry it's <laughs> It's got alcohol. I had Jim Beam too. I was going to pour some extra Jim <laughs> oh, Beam in for him. I would eighty bucks in yeah, college. Eight, 80, yeah, exactly. That's you know, what I was, you know what you could use after that Soul Cycle glass. What native deodorant? <laughs> <laughs> like We're sponsor people. Native deodorant. Are you looking for a natural deodorant? Know that uh, making. I know that making that change can be hard. You don't want to try something that doesn't work, even if it's all natural. Well, I have a great new sponsor to tell you about. Native deodorant. So they're not new. They've been around. Uh, we love Native Deodorant. My uh, my lady of the night is a natural deodorant user. And I got to tell you, sometimes it don't work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I don't, I don't think I've been around one that does work, so I'm like, interested to hear about this. Yeah, it's like I'm kissing a foot. So, <laughs> But Native is really works. It's really good. She took it for a spin, and then I... Licked her armpit, and I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking delicious. So Native creates safe, simple products that uh, people use every day, but also have over 8,000 five-star reviews, so you know it works. I'm one of those reviewers. I'm one of those people. It's great. It smells good. It's filled with ingredients found in nature. Uh, coconut oil, because it has antimicrobial properties. Tapioca starts to absorb wetness and shea butter for moisturizing. Less is more with Native. They have fewer, simpler ingredients that you actually know. So I, I'm a 
I'm a user and a fan of people who use it. Me too. Yeah. Native is is a staple in my house, and it should be in yours. And plus, they have something for everyone. Uh, Natives comes in a wide variety of scent for men and women, like coconut, vanilla, lavender, and rose, cucumber, and mint. I love the cucumber and mint. Me too. I'm just a huge fan of it. I love it. Can I get this at Target, or is it an online-only thing? He's going to give you the link. I'm going to give you the link right now, because I'm going to give you some free money, Jason. Oh. 20. That's 2-0. 20, 20. There's no risk to try. Native has free shipping and free returns in the USA. So, first of all, no risk. Second of all, here's your free money. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN during checkout. Native deodorant. Take care of your body. I love that. Um, It is really good. I'm not just saying that. Um... Is no sex with the ex the reason he ghosted? Jared, huge fan of J-Train, you up, and a Patreon member. Wow. Hit that bell, Shelby. That's the trifecta. That's right. Ah, man. Hit up that Patreon. So we've actually had an influx of Patreon members lately. Yes. People are really getting involved with what we're doing there, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um, here's what it is. Every Sunday, coffee with J-Train. Drink a lot of coffee today. That's right. So every Sunday, it's me. It's a lot like the beginning of this episode. Ranting. It, perfect. Yeah. And you really get the minutia of what you're doing. That's right. A lot of travel stories. A lot of, you know, there's a story about... Uh, me trying to get food from my parents' house that my mom loved. What annoyed you at the airport? Yes. What annoyed you at the coffee shop? What annoyed me at my parents' house? What annoyed Comedy me at Club. Yom Kippur? At the gym. What annoyed me at the gym? A lot. Of, I'm annoyed a lot now that you mention it. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um, I'll keep, try to keep it short. Visited my high school ex, who I have also seen a couple times in college. Last time I saw him prior was in 2015. Anyways, I saw him last week as he had been trying for six months for me to visit him. We had a great time and I stayed the night. He sat me down and told me, look, I think that this is a good time in our life where we could be serious about each other. I want you to know. I want you to know I am in this for real this time. I said, we can see where it goes. And if he shows interest and wants to visit me once, visit me, vice versa, I think it'll work. He's in Philly. I'm in New York City. I offered him to come visit me, and he said he would love that and make any means possible to work. At night, we did not have sex. In high school, we didn't have sex because I felt too young. And in college, we didn't either. Back in college, I didn't trust him. And he flat out told me in college he didn't want a girlfriend. I didn't want to sleep with him this time either since this is the first time I'd seen him in years. He didn't seem to mind and said we would only do whatever I'm comfortable with. The next morning, he tried to get me to stay a bit longer and apologize if I felt as if he was smothering me. I said not at all. He asked me to text him when I got home and see the attached last text exchange as follows. She writes, got home safe. Thanks again for having me. Good to hear. Glad you came. Definitely want to visit you in, in, in New York. Yes, you have to for sure, she writes. After this, I haven't heard from him. I'm, pre- I'm pretty disappointed. I don't know what happened and why he never reached out again. Was it because he just wanted to get laid? I was genuinely shocked that he never reached out after this exchange. Would love to hear some input. Jason, any thoughts? So they've never had sex, ever? I guess so. 
she writes, there's no sex the reason the ex ghost, uh, ghosted. So they Sweet were it. high school sweethearts, never had sex because she felt too young. Yeah. Totally normal. Got it. And then, then in, college, in college. He didn't want a girlfriend, so they didn't have sex. Didn't want a girlfriend, didn't have sex. Totally normal. Yeah. And now they reconnect in their post-college lives. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, just came into you. What do you think? Yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't and know. So like, they didn't what, have sex, it which ro- is also normal. She's not it's not, not normal yeah. for not having sex in all three of these scenarios. But I'm gonna tell her. What do you think? I, yeah, like in the in the adult one, like do you go out and you have dinner and shit, and then you just kind of lay next to each other in bed. Like that's a weird thing. Like I I don't want to share my bed with anyone that I'm not having sex with. Sure, I, I like, mean it's annoying, but. It, it sounds like you know she he gave the the thing that I've said many times. Whatever you're comfortable with, sure. Like uh, and again, because we're not rapists. Yeah. And well, so, and, and then she a, was like, they probably kind of made out. They probably got naked. They hugged each other. I, I get that. Yeah. That that seems fine to me. Sure. I've been in that situation where I'm like, oh, that was a fun night with someone that I felt comfortable with, and then being naked with them was a nice thing. Yeah. But I will say this. He only reaches out to you during lonely moments. I am not surprised at all he didn't text her again. I'm not surprised at all that the minute she became inconvenient to text, he didn't text. She's like, I'm pretty surprised and I'm pretty disappointed that he wouldn't text again. Here's the problem with relating everything to sex is then you're offended that uh, then you make him out to this sexual monster that's like, well, you know, in her mind, the way this worked out is she left, he didn't have sex, they had that text exchange, and he was like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> but if I'm not fucking. Like, which, like he turned like, into the biggest monster. Is that, if is, I ain't fucking, I ain't talking. <laughs> and it's like, that's not what he did. No, like, is that the end of the text exchange? Like, where she left that's off? That's where on she that, left with him. And then there was no, because, like, you know, she could follow up too, like, with a, hey, hey you know, how about New York week? this weekend? Or, come, yeah, yeah, like, come to New York. Hey, yeah. I'm off this weekend. The marathon's coming up. You know, there's like different. Uh, yeah, she's in a position where she doesn't want to hear the reality. That's, that's, if that's the end of the exchange, that doesn't seem like necessarily a ghosting. Like, no, not at all. Yeah, that's, like, that's just that's a her, normal, that's her out of town po- relationship. Totally. Or, like, between, what's he going to say? How was your day? You're going to, how was your day the rest yeah, of your yeah. life? Oof. How's the weather? To me, you got to let go of this dude. Okay. How's, how's that new native deodorant working yeah. out for you? The only reason they're texting is because they have no one else to text. Yeah. He is going back. Here's what you do. When you're lonely, you go back to the Rolodex of people who have touched your genitals. And you go to that <laughs> Rolodex and you go, who will make me feel good tonight? And here's what we have to remember. Texting does make you feel a little good. Getting a text from someone that has touched your genitals feels good. It's not a full genital touch, but it's a little tickle of the nuts. Unless you're trying to never touch their genitals again, then it could be uncomfortable. A little bit. That's when it starts to (laughs) feel bad. But I'm saying to her, you're like, oh, we had this fun weekend in Philly and then I didn't have sex. He must have ghosted because he didn't want to have sex. No, he ghosted because there's no in-between period for you. And and that's okay, but when you're, when you're if that's what you want, you have to get to know someone in your own town, because for you it's, and you could see it at every level. I've already agreed that you were right. You were too young for sex. You were in college, so you hadn't seen him in a few years. But he is looking 
for anyone that will touch his penis. And you're the one that keeps answering. <laughs> and now that you're back in New York, he's going, all right, well, I'll text her when I'm convenient again. Mm-hmm. These are these two emails are very much related. You have to stop. You have to make yourself inconvenient to see if someone actually wants to get to know you. And right now, just like you said, Jason, she could very easily say, "Hey, uh, so much fun last weekend. Here are the two weekends I'd like for you to come to New York." And yeah, he will say, "Yes, great." Yeah. Or he'll give a excuse excuse or he'll truly ghost her which you know or he'll truly ghost, which i don't think he'll yeah, do I don't th- yeah he's so it's been too long he'll give some sort of excuse any excuse and i'm giving you the tools i'm not telling you these things because i like I'm, i think these things i i'm giving you the hammer to hit the nail with. <laughs> you say totally cool totally cool whatever excuse give me an excuse hey jason come to new york this weekend um I want us to like, uh, there's this great pickle festival down on the Lower East Side, and I think it would be cool. You could like stay at my place. We're going to do dinner with my friends on Friday, and then Saturday we're going to go to the pickle festival, and we'll drink all day, and we'll see what happens. You want to come? Uh, I've got shows that weekend. Uh, and here, so, okay, you have shows that week, so you can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm already booked. Sorry. Well, after the pickle weekend, there's another weekend where there's a cucumber festival where they get the... You know, the pre-pickle, you know, and then so we could go to dinner the night before. And that's in a month from now. Can you do it then? I think my cousin has a bachelor party that weekend. Okay. And here's the move, right? That At that point, sounds good. Let me know when you're ready. Great. And You're really good me, at this. Right? <laughs> but it's as easy as that because yeah. now you've gotten your answer. Yeah. The answer that this girl is afraid to hear, which is, eh. I'll hang with you. The answer is because if you if you throw out two options, hey, this or this, and then there's excuses on both, and then the person doesn't come back with, but how about yes. you know, these are some weekends where I'm wide open. You know, if you're trying you, to like get it together. And, and at that point, let me know is basically your goodbye, yeah. because you're not responding to good morning, you're not responding to how was your weekend, you're not responding to oh I'm so hungover, how you feeling, you're not responding any of that shit. You're done. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I like this one. They're all kind of related. I keep hooking up with my ex, even though we broke up like five years ago. Help. Because these are tough talk emails. And I don't mean to come down on the emailers this episode. Gotta give them tough talk. I gotta give the tough talks. (laughs) It's tough talk Friday. Hashtag. Tough Talk Friday. You don't get the Trump audio for Tough Talk? Tough love? Yeah, give me the tough love. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I got, I'm just saying, most of you need to fucking start. Get out the broom and start sweeping these people out of your life because you're complaining to me, and I'm cool with it. That's why the J-Train podcast exists. This is the, the, the show of luxury issues. No lid, no shirt, no problem. That's right. No lid, no shirt, no problem. That's how we live. For some background, I dated my ex back in college for about a year and ended up breaking up with him because he was kind of a shitty boyfriend. Flaky, immature, not super trustworthy, just 20-year-old male things. Eh, women can do those things too. After we broke up, we still messed around with each other because I still had feelings for him and low-key hoped he would change for the better. 
Uh, LOL, shocker, he didn't. Later in college, we both went to date other people and pretty much forgot about each other. Fast forward to now, we're both 24, living in the same city, post-grad, and both now single. We have a ton of mutual friends, so we each see each other very often in social situations. Back in March of this year, he was starting. we started to see each other around a lot, and he asked me to grab drinks with him. Being single as fuck, I agreed, and one thing led to another, and we ended up hanging out and going on dates and hooking up for a few months. We never had any serious conversation defining the relationship, but Things were going super well, in my opinion. In May, I went on vacation for a week, and he pretty much ghosted me. I was low-key upset, but it was but it was uh, so busy over the summer, I was able to move on and keep myself busy. However, we recently have been seeing each other out and about a lot recently due to all of our mutual friends, and I've accidentally drunkenly hooked up with him twice in the past month. LOL. We've drunkenly had conversations about getting back together. He tells me he wants to, that I have everything he's looking for, and I tell him no because I don't think he can give me everything that I'm looking for. There's definitely a part of me that still hopes he can give me everything I want, though, and I'm probably being too helpful in, about the situation even though I know I need to stop hooking up with him. I need some advice, though, because I can't figure out what his intentions are here. How do you feel about getting back together with an ex about after about five years since breaking up? Do you think he's just saying that because he wants uh, that he wants to get back together because he's single or bored? Uh, or maybe he's just looking for a hookup and I'm an easy target. I think I'm telling him that I don't want to get back together with him because I'm scared of getting hurt by him again. Do I just risk it and go for it? If you do think I should stop hooking up with him, how do I do that? LOL. Sorry for the novel. Just really need some help here. What do you think? Should she give this a shot? She is going to be disappointed if she gives this a shot because she she's trying to change him. He's he's at least claiming that she's everything he wants, and maybe she is until sure. she starts nagging him. And you know, I don't know what you know. Twenty four is you know, still pretty young. You, you but know what? You know what's interesting? What you said. She's trying to change him. It's here's the thing. And this is going to sound brutal, but I hope it sounds, I hope it helps. You're trying to change, old pants can't change you, okay? Old pants can't make you realize you've gained weight. Does this make sense? Old pants can't make you realize you've gained weight. Here's the thing about old pants. You've broken them in. They're stretched out. They're already stretched out. They're already stretched out. You know how to put them on. You know when to put them on. You know how to stretch them out after they come out of the dryer. You know the moves to get them back to just being on comfortable fat you. (laughs) Okay. And because a lot of women run into this situation. They'll write in. They'll say, I dated this guy. And he was such a jerk to me. Now, a year later, he's on Instagram with his new girlfriend and it looks like they're happy. And that now they, they live the life that he said he could never have with me. That's because she's new pants. He had to get himself in shape to get into those pants. She didn't have the give that you're giving him. Yeah. Because you guys have this long past that goes back to college and he knows what he can get away with. He knows the puppy dog eyes he can make. He knows how to stretch out your pants after they come out of the dryer. <laughs> so even when you go into the dryer and you say, not this time, not I'm not going to be the one. I need him to be better for me. He knows how to work you into being comfortable for him. Yeah. 
Does this all make yeah, sense? Yeah, but and also like you know, this is a year later. This could be the honeymoon phase of a new thing where the same girl's going to hate him for the same reasons you hate him for the immature or whatever. Fine, my, my, I, but I'm not that new girl. I'm just saying, like a lot of girls, like her and her situation, she's going to go. That new girl happens because he needs to get into those pants. Yeah, you can act like somebody else that you're not. And that's and, the honeymoon uh, phase, and maybe he goes back to his old ways. Yeah. We don't know, but I'm saying for this woman who's writing to us saying, well, he's being so good now again. Yeah. He says he wants to change. No. He says he wants to get into the old pants. He's going to stretch them out. You're the drier version. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Some I, I you know take out of that that you know she does want you know whatever the immaturity thing is she wants him to change. My sister dated a guy and uh, she was like complaining to my mom. She's like all he wants to do is get high and play video games. And I was like yeah when you met him three years ago all he want to do is get high and play video yeah. games. That's who he is. Like that's it's who he's always going to be. That's this is, the deal. Yeah. That you, do you want to be in that or do you not want to be in that? I think I'm telling him I don't want to get back with him because I'm scared of getting hurt. No, you're you're saying you want to get back. You don't want to get back with him. Okay, she writes, I think I'm telling him I don't want to get back together with him because I'm afraid of getting hurt by him again. It sounds like she already is hurt because the hookups are not leading to something greater. Of course. Well, this is death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. But I love these two sentences together. I think I'm telling him I don't want to get back together with him because I'm scared of getting hurt by him again. If you do think I should stop hooking up with him, how do I do that? Well, those two things are related. You're hooking up with him because you are lonely and you think... That there's nothing better out. If you go, if you get rid of him, you're saying I have nothing. Yeah. No, that's not true. If you get rid of him, you have the prospect of finding new, better because you've developed what we call taste. You have the things about him that you don't like. Own those things. Judge the next guy. Now you know what it tastes like to be in a relationship that you don't feel good at. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know things you want to steer yourself away from. Yeah. So meet new people. You're gonna be you're gonna meet better people because you're more prepared for the next people. And part of this is also I don't want to say laziness, but it's challenging to meet new people and to get to know them. But if you're out with this group of friends and the guys there every night, then you're not talking to new people. You're like, ah, exactly. fuck you're, him. I you're looking his, at your you know. phone. You're looking at him. You're not make. You're not on the lookout. Yeah, and I, I, it's gonna it's gonna delay another satisfying relationship longer to keep this up. Absolutely, and she's already saying, you know, whatever he's saying, it's not that he's doing this to trick you, because she's like, why would he do this? Why would he tell me he wants to be in a relationship? He does think that he's doing this for the same reason you're doing this loneliness. He's doing this. He's telling you you're someone he likes because he does like you. He likes you enough to get to a certain place that also hurts you. So I would say he's doing what's best for him. You need to do what's best for you, and that's stop talking, stop texting, unsubscribe, be nice at parties, go meet new people. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com on the subject of getting healthier. Yes. Noom. Here's I, I love this uh, I love this sponsor because it's about health, it's about bettering yourself, it's about revitalizing. This woman who just wrote in, she could get into Noom because this will help. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight; it's about losing, it's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those gold jeans, being more in tune with your body's needs, or practicing more self care. Listen, 
What if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, training apps or workouts or calorie trackers or meal plans, plus add goals, specialists and a community members uh, to keep you motivated and accountable. It's like a workout bestie all in one place. That's where Noom comes in. Here's what I love about Noom. It's your annoying uh, aunt in your pocket. Every morning, it pings you. Put in your breakfast. Put in your weight. It's that one thing that you can never just say, fuck health today. Noom, on even on a Sunday, Noom's going to go, I don't care it's Sunday. Weigh in. That's, that seems small, mm-hmm. but that's why Noom is great because you're, you're, you're trying to retrain an old dog at new tricks. There are no off days. No off days with Noom. Noom's there. It's a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop new relationship with food through personalized courses based in psychology, which this all is. <clears throat> I wrote something. Um, I tweeted something like, how do I lose weight while drinking everything I want? And someone wrote back, Jim Moore. And it's like, no, no, no. This is a psychological issue. That's where Noom comes in. It's based in psychology. Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits. It's like me telling that girl to switch around a habit. It's like us telling her, well, tell them if they're busy, say no problem, and then you're done. These are tools. What do you have to lose? Okay, you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today. That's a free trial. Free money, free money, free money. Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash J-Train, the last weight loss program you will need. Love that. Let's do one more email. Hit that button, Shelby. One more email. I'll give you the choice. Do you see any you like? A tale of red receipts and light ghosting. Am I cheating on a married man? Keep swiping right. Third time is a charm. From frumpy to hot. A love story spanning decades. That seems to be the, the, the theme of today's episode. Advice from you. Seating chart. Stress. I need to say when it's okay to finally move on. Ghosted. Any of these speak to you, Jason? I don't understand why anyone keeps red receipts on anyway. Is that a mistake? Uh, it's a power move. Oh, that is the longest oh, yeah. fucking email I've ever seen. We're gonna, gonna have that's its own a, episode. It's gonna be its own episode. Yeah. Uh, am I cheating on a married man or with a married man? That that one. Let's do it. So, met this man. Slept with this man after inviting him to my apartment after like two beers. Long story short, I've been seeing him for about two years now. Met this man, slept with this man after inviting him to my apartment for like two beers, after like two beers. Long story short, I've been seeing him for two years now. Wow. Minor detail. He's twice my age. Not so minor detail. He's married with children. Minor detail again. Kids my age. (laughs) We found the juicy. (laughs) We found a juicy one here in this in this haystack. Anywho, fuck the details. So this has been a couple years, gotten as serious as it can be, and it's very clear that he, yes, as fun as this is, and however much I get from this relationship, 
that she put in quotes. It only goes so far. Yeah, I'd say so. She has to fuck the son. <laughs> I have recently met this other single guy who seems like he can be a great dude, but I have this huge mental block. And I guess my question is, why the fuck do I feel like I'm cheating on a man who's not single? What an interesting email. You really, you really get them all. I get show. them all, right? <laughs> this is... I know, and all the combinations of relationship shit. The girl who's dating a married man who meets a new guy who feels like she's cheating on the married man is a new one. Yeah. <laughs> feels like a rom-com. Let's write it. <laughs> Let's write it out. <clears throat> we talk day and night, but clearly it's not sustainable because, I don't know, married? Obviously, I know the real issues that I'm fucking around in a situation I don't need to be in, but I think we're past that now. Hope you can shine some light and help a sister out. Totes preach. What do we think? Uh, I, <laughs> I'm lost on this one. Uh, what? Well, I, I understand that. I understand where she's coming. Where she just got to tell the married guy, like, hey. I mean, well, yeah. this is the theme of this is episode. Uh, if I'm gonna give it one word, is convenience. Mm -hmm. And here's what she. Here's what happens. Like the cheating guy, as as inconvenient as as crazy as his life may seem, it's not that crazy. You are a you are at this point very organized to him. Yeah, he's got a regular situation. So where he's he got the, the wife. And, yeah. He's got the wife he knows how she deals in his everyday life. He's got the kids he knows how they deal in his everyday life. And then he's got the mistress, which is you. Yeah. And she's on board with the wife, the kids, keeping it a secret. You have fit into his life as easily as a book on a shelf. And I don't mean that to make you feel badly or, or to, make, to demean you because you're acknowledging you're a part of this. And you know about the kids, you know about the wife, <clears throat> you know where you, and you said, even in your email, I'm fucking and, around in a situation I don't need to be in. Yeah. Period. Period. So, but you are complicit. And the, so you, you, where you're like, and he does care about you. The married guy does care about you in a way. I, I don't think he's like, you know, there's never a point where he's like, well, you know, like, like, he cares about you to a point, to a point to make you that person, that book on the section of his shelf of his life. I wonder if there is a discussion ever of, you know, like, hey, you're going to leave your wife after two years or any kind of, or it's just understood that this is the thing. I, you are the mistress. And, she seems yeah. pretty understanding about that, it. That cool, she yeah. seems to have succumbed to, hey, I need, well, I could see it from her side. I need a hookup. I like him, but I don't want to ever marry him. Um, it's probably convenient to if it's convenient if, for if, her. If people, yeah, like sometimes people get you know they're adverse to being in a relationship or don't want the control or whatever. Like this is perfect. You just get laid sure. and get yeah. laid. You, there's no fuss, no muss. Probably clean. Yeah, and you know he's clean. You know, there's some people listening probably. Oh, well, if he cheats with you, he's cheating with a thousand other women. I don't think so. There's so only so many hours in the day. Yeah. You know, I would think you got time for three women at most. <laughs> but for this married guy, he's got time for her. I can see how this all fits cleanly for him. 
So this is what I'm saying. The whole point of this convenience thing and how you're the book on his shelf is for you, single girl, you, your emotional state is not as simplified and organized. His is organized right now. He's got the wife, got the kids, got the girl on the set. Okay? Yeah, he doesn't worry about her where she worries about him. She worries about... Well, I got a life. I want to get married myself. I, I want to meet someone. Uh, is he taking up too much of my time? Am I, uh, you know, when he's over, could I be out on a date? You know, for her, and this is guy or girl. I'm not saying she's emotional because she's a woman. I'm saying your emotional state is not as organized as his because you're the one that's in flux. You're the one that doesn't know who you're going to be with 30 years down the road. This guy already bought, you know, uh, burial plots with his wife in a fucking uh, funeral. <laughs> he knows where his dead body's going to lay. You don't know what the fuck is going to happen. You're the age of his kids dealing with student debt and whether or not to go public transportation versus an Uber. You don't know <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> this is right? You got a lot of shit. He's got a 401k. He's got it all set up. He's got, he's got the retirement set up. And, she's not, and he's she, getting blown by a random chick. He's she, having a great time. She's not in the will. Yeah, she's not in the will. So to me, you with the, this is all to say, you have to make the hard decision, not him. You have to make the hard decision of saying to him, I'm going to take a chance with this new guy who may never work out, so I need to leave you. And I understand why she feels like she's cheating on someone because she's attached to his life in some way emotionally. Mm -hmm. She's created, she's stitched the threadings of them together. Mm -hmm. So I understand where she's coming from. I know it seems crazy to be like, now I feel bad that I'm cheating on my, my boyfriend who has a wife and kids. I get it because your emotional state is not as organized as his. Yours has a lot more questions. Is he someone, because you don't know what, your, where your head's going to lay 20 years from now, which is what we're all trying to figure out, and he already has figured out. Does this make sense to everybody? I feel like I'm really nailing this. You're really putting it into perspective. Right? Though. Thank you, Shelby. <laughs> right? I, yeah, no, it makes sense to me. Because yeah. it makes sense to me yeah. that she would be, because when you're in a relationship, now you're in a job that has uh, that has promotions, that has levels, that has, st you yeah. know, you're on the bus towards... You know, and moving, engagement, yeah. uh, marriage, single A, baby. double A, triple A. Yeah, when you're single, you're 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 an entrepreneur with no idea for the business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and so to her, she has to try and organize. And part of organize to make yourself feel better. Part of organizing is ending it with the married guy. If if you want to take a chance with this new guy, end it with the married guy. Say, I suppose she could just cheat with the new guy and, you know, see if that goes anywhere in six but weeks or six months. But then she's the only one that, that feels that's really in this entangled, disorganized mess of emotional relationships. So, like, I, I think for her to, like, get her, get her, like, sight straight, she says she met this new cool guy. I think he could be good for me. Give him a chance. Tell the married guy, hey, man, uh, I've had a great time with you. Yeah. But this is over for me. Do you owe that to the married guy, though? I, he didn't 
talk this to his is wife never about, about the other person yeah you owe it to yourself but maybe she should go you know what does me the cool guy mean like just like she you know she met a guy at the gym and you know, who knows it's, it's not Instagram. about owing it's about her getting her state better yeah because I, I, but if, but this might not be a better state. Saying like, if she goes out this guy for a week and he's got a fucking pencil dick, then, and he then maybe she'll be like, yeah. Well, maybe this is her opportunity to get away from a messy situation for yeah. her, because it's not messy it for the a, married guy. Yeah, because you've agreed to all the terms. It's untenable. Untenable. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Jason Canner, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Fantastic. Go follow Jason at Jason Cantor on Instagram, at Jason Cantor with a K on Instagram. Sunday, November 10th at 8 o'clock, stand up at PS 109. I'll be the, selling breast milk. Selling breast milk. Got with half a bag. Jeff left. Daniels. It's delicious. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. Go check out the new album, Always a Mama Bear. It's out right now. We'll be back next episode. Boom! Great job, J Train. Another perfect episode.